Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, November 16th. U.S. equity futures are not doing a whole lot this morning. You have S&P futures down four points. That's about eight basis points. Dow futures are down just 12 points. That's three basis points. And you have NASDAQ futures lagging a modest amount down 33 points or about 20 basis points. In Europe, you are looking at the major indices off about five to 30 basis points. Uh, you are seeing underperformance in luxury stocks. So Burberry is getting hit very hard after its earnings report. That's weighing on peers like Caring and LVMH. Um, HelloFresh is getting hit extremely hard after a profit warning. Uh, and then Siemens on the upside, sitting on decent gains following um, healthy earnings. And then Asia saw a mixed price action. You had the Nikkei fall 30 basis points. The Hang Seng fell 1.3%. Shanghai Comp fell 70 basis points. Uh, you had modest gains in Taiwan, Korea, and India. So not a whole lot to really talk about this morning. Um, the more the most incremental news was on the micro front. So you had earnings last night. Uh, Cisco and Palo Alto Networks were the big ones. Both were disappointing in their own way. Um, I will note that neither management team was really all that negative about the macro environment at all. Uh, they each had kind of a a, a unique explanation for why their results fell short of expectations. Um, in the case of Cisco, they said that because their supply chains have improved so much that their shipments to customers have ramped and the customers now are digesting all that product, implementing it, installing it in their systems. Um, and that has caused a slowdown in orders, which will impact revenue for the next couple of quarters. Um, the CEO was asked multiple times on the call about whether or not it's really a macro issue or not. And he pushed back each time saying that it's not a macro issue, it's not a demand issue, it's more just kind of this digestion um, problem. Uh, you know, I, I think that's, uh, there was a lot of skepticism about that explanation, I think justifiably. In the case of Palo Alto Networks, I think it makes a little bit more sense. Um, you know, the way their business is evolving, they're kind of trying to steer investors away from the billings metric, which is fell short and they cut guidance on billings. Uh, but the other parts of the company, uh, revenue, earnings, um, this new next-gen security ARR all performed very well. The management team on that call was very bullish on demand. So I think the Palo Alto Network's explanation makes a little bit more sense. I think Cisco is definitely going to see a lot of skepticism and um, you know, and pushback. And then, like I said earlier, Burberry out of, uh, out of London this morning had underwhelming results. You had um, comparable revenue barely grew. America's was down 10%. And they talked about how luxury is slowing down and that's going to put their full year revenue target at risk. Um, so not necessarily anything too dissimilar from what we've heard from some of its other peers over the last few weeks, but just kind of reiterating that sentiment. Um, you know, And I think it's not necessarily contradictory to what we saw out of Target yesterday. I think in the case of Target, um, you know, management there was also cautious on the revenue environment. It's an issue of though they Manage the company extremely well, slash costs, um, and really curbed inventory, which reduced the need for um, for price cuts on products to clear out uh, excess stock, and that drove huge margin upside, and that um, you know that drove the big EPS beat at Target. So, you know, I don't think they're really contradictory. The revenue environment for retail seems pretty bleak across the board, um, with a few exceptions. But and now it's just an issue of which management team is really kind of managing their company. Um, you know, very well in this type of environment. And Target obviously shined um, yesterday morning. It helped too that Target's expect the, the expectations for companies like Target were extremely low. 
So the bar was very subdued. Um, we're going to get today a bunch more earnings. The big ones before the open include Alibaba, uh, along with Macy's and Walmart. Walmart will be very important for obvious reasons. Walmart's one of the few retailers where the bar is actually high. Expectations are relatively elevated. Um, and you know, given the company's huge food and consumables footprint, it'll be interesting to see how much disinflation in that category is going to weigh on overall comps. Um, and then after the close today, I have AMAT, Gap, uh, and Ross Stores, a few economic figures out today, and then a bunch of Fed officials as well. Um, you know, I think as far as the Fed is concerned, you know, the I don't think anyone really is thinking there will be another rate hike. You really don't have a lot of Fed officials advocating very strongly for that anymore either. Um, you know, they're not ruling it out, but they're not pushing it. The question now is, um, you know, the timing and magnitude of rate cuts in 2024. Um, and again, I think if Powell were to speak today, he wouldn't sound that dissimilar to what he said last Thursday, especially the parts where he's pushing back on kind of the 2024 expectations. So you still have the market pricing in about 75 to 80% odds for a 25 basis point cut at the May 1st meeting. Um, you know, and that might be a little bit aggressive unless we see a real, um, you know, dramatic move in economic data. I think data will continue to be supportive of lower yields. Um, you know, but the last couple of hundred basis points of core disinflation, it's going to be a lot harder to come by than the, um, what we've seen previously. So you still have, you know, a lot of work to do in getting the core numbers down to, uh, to the Fed's desired level. And that is pretty much everything for today, Thursday, November 16th. Thank you for listening.